Hello, music fans. This is Keith Music Man Hanalek checking in once again on the Final on Final bod- podcast. And uh, I have two people with me today, the brothers Montoya, uh, Gino and Sergio, who just released an album called Zuni Dao, self-titled album that I covered, which I enjoyed very much. And it's actually the third release I covered from the brothers, and I've completely enjoyed their their output thus far. And they've agreed to talk to us about it today. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Keith. How are you doing? This is Gino. Hey, hi, Keith. Hi, this is Sergio. Hi, Sergio. So, um, just to get a little background on you gentlemen, uh, is there a big age difference between you two brothers? Yeah, we're actually, um, we, as we thought, we're four brothers, but Gino is the oldest and I'm the youngest. Uh, so... I think we we cover a span of like uh, eight eight years or so. Yeah, for the bookends. Yeah, your bookends. <laughs> so so growing up, um, were you playing instruments growing up at a very you know young age, or were you teenagers? How did all that come together? Yeah, actually, yeah, we we uh, uh, formed a band in in Peru. We grew up in Peru, and uh, uh, yeah, we were playing. Uh, I mean, we started. Uh, we 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 took uh, my my mother's uh, 45 col- uh, collection. Uh, it ranged from like Santana to the Guess Who to uh, Elvis Presley, everything. Uh, and then we jumped into the Beatles, and and then went from there. We had our uh, keys uh, face, and we had our uh, a heavier face with. Uh, uh, Deep Purple, uh, and then we went through Rush, and, and also let's say, so everything, man. A lot of uh, prog, uh, rock, yes, uh, Genesis, Camel, uh, but yeah, Sergio was playing drums uh, since he was four, so um, always carried the beat. <laughs> well, I definitely hear the prog influences in your your albums, all your albums so far, and. Uh, which is the one that would you say is the most influential on you when you begin to record? Oh, uh, well, like a band, you mean, as a, an influence? Right. Yeah. It's difficult to say. I mean, uh, uh, like, it, it depends on, on what we are uh, working on uh, at the moment. I would say, uh, even though it's, Probably not 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 as well known as Genesis and yes, I think Camel has a a lot of influence. As, uh, maybe maybe uh, traces of, of focus also. Uh, but uh, on 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 Sergio's uh, keyboard, a lot of Camel uh, and some Tony Banks from Genesis probably. So so it all depends. No, Sergio also uh, loves. Um, uh, and I, I mean, uh, Bill Bruford, so. Yeah, I think um, uh, between, between the, the kind of the two aspects that were covered on the last couple of bands, like the ones that you've uh, kindly reviewed on your on your site, Keith, uh, Zuni Doll is kind of like a vocal band, so we have all of our vocal influences there. There's a lot of glam rock, uh, you know, like David Bowie and Slade. And there's a little bit of the prog rock, like uh, you know Rush and uh, King Crimson and things like that. And um, the other one, the Hallucinant Teleferic, is is kind of another project of that, which is merely an instrumental 
broke rock band. And that's where we get a lot of those um, kind of more European uh, uh, Canterbury uh, influences. Uh, but yeah, I, I think all over the place. I mean, we we like everything, you know, from uh, you know um, Willie Colon all the way down to Frank Zappa, you know, anything. That's a wide range, that's for sure. So, why why the change in name to Zunidal? Because you added on Heath Allen as a lead vocal singer. You wanted to come out with a new band. Was that the reason? Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, I mean, before the Hallucinant Teleferic, which was all instrumental, uh, Gino and I have been on and off on uh, several bands, but mainly uh, Montoya was our, um, like, a vocal band, and it was very much underground, uh, pop, uh, punk, with a little bit of uh, heavy and a little bit of prog. Um, but we... After we went on and did the instrumental project of the Hallucinant Teleferic, we wanted to um, have kind of this, not heavy metal album, but more like 70s uh, glam rock heavy album uh, with a lot of those influences that we've talked about. And now Heath Allen, he's a local, uh, he's like a triple threat. He's a musician, actor, and he's actually been involved with other projects that we've done, but not just in music, but there was actually... Uh, some like underground movies that Gino made where he was an actor in it. So oh. when, when it came down, to, yeah. So when when it came down to recruiting somebody that would have the versatility to be able to like do the chameleon change from one song to the other, you know, uh, to go from like an Alice Cooper to a Todd Rangren to a David Bowie to a Geddy Lee. I mean, he seemed very versatile. So that's why um, we thought about him, and he was totally on it. And uh, around the time of the pandemic, you know, we had to collaborate remotely. Uh, although he's still he's still in Austin, um, but that's uh, that's that's really I mean that's really why we picked him, and he's been a great addition. And we look forward to you know bringing this on the road and playing live with him whenever things normalize. Yeah, it also it also helps that that he's a real nice guy. Man, we we really like him. <laughs> that does help. Well, he's great. Uh, he's a keeper. I hope you do keep him in the band and you put out another Zunidal album. Uh, great addition, definitely. And it was nice for me uh, to follow you gentlemen, you know, through the instrumental to something so different as this. And the first thought in my head was, geez, I wonder if this is going to be another instrumental album. Then I saw Heath Allen's name and vocals. I thought this ought to be interesting. To me, he really was very expressive and was able to get the story across of, of each track. And uh, that, to me, is very important when you have vocals in any recording, you know. Um, you got to listen carefully, listen to the words. And you can tell that you guys have been influenced, just not musically, but probably from celluloid, like horror and science fiction movies. I bet you, you two guys, when you were growing up, you watched that stuff, didn't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so uh, and and uh, a little bit out there with uh, with the movies, uh, and but yeah, definitely it's uh, and Sergio wrote uh, all the lyrics for for uh, this album, and uh, yeah, I could feel like like the three D. Uh, I, I I don't know how to say, it, but yeah, very cinematic. <laughs> let let's just say everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. The name of the name of the band itself it's kind of a play on that um trilogy of terror um character 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, you picked up on that case. So that's uh, that was a. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it would be an obscure reference, but um, it's a little bit of that, right? It's kind of like the made-for-TV B movie gore, maybe. <laughs> so you know, handheld, shaky camera. So that's kind of the the feeling we wanted to to convey. Well, you sure did. And I remember that movie growing up. It scared the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. guys watched it too, huh? You remember yeah, that? Yeah, Karen Black. I, I remember that. Yeah. She, uh, the, I, I guess we're all dating ourselves, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what song yeah, was really cool was, was The Gate. How did you come up with the, the lyrics to that? Oh, yeah, The Gate. Yeah, that one is... Uh... It's, I wouldn't say spoken word, but there's a narration of, uh, you know, his. I didn't want to, we didn't want to make it sound like, you know, Vincent Price on that Thriller album. <laughs> but we, we, we had the option to either have like a melody, melody line where he would sing to it, like uh, uh, melodically. Um, but we were like, you know what, what if he just kind of narrates this, um, like a manifest? or a, or a, a, um, a monologue uh, on top of it. And then that worked out really fine and it turned really creepy, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think that's another one that is a little bit on the gore, you know, horror film side. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's so much fun listening to an album and, and looking at all the aspects, you know. First you see the cover art and you see the title and you look at the title tracks and, for me, from where I sit, I try to put it all together and convey that when I write a review. So hopefully that's coming through when I write about albums like yours, you know. Um, so just thinking about uh, you being indie musicians, that's your label, Erratic Music, and a little play on on words with the capital R's, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's E, capital R, capital R, attic music. Um, yeah, we've um, we've really been <laughs> we've been fighting the DIY uh, war, you know, making um, albums in, from home. You know, we started back um, with our uh, Tascam uh, four track tape. Again, we're dating ourselves, Keith. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and, it, and it's funny because I feel like we're kind of going full circle, whereas before uh, some of the records that we've, uh, we've published, and you can get them on Spotify also or um, Apple Music uh, through erraticmusic.com, um, a, a bunch of those songs were actually recorded on a Tascam uh, portable studio, several of our projects. So they started as an analog recording, and now we have them up as in as streaming, you know. And now we're kind of using like a digital hard drive, like computer-based recording, uh, and then making analog vinyl albums of them. So it's, it's a weird mixture of, of them all. Uh, ideally, we would like to have the whole thing uh, be analog, and uh, but we want to we want to keep the flexibility of it. But but yeah, I think. Uh, it's interesting these days, the technology we have, uh, the immediacy of it. Uh, I always uh, remind Gino that, you know, whenever before we wanted to record a song, you had to bring the tape recorder and, you know, clean the heads, uh, you know, rewind the tape. And then if you erased something, you know, there was no undo. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. for sure. So, yeah, so I think, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking that, you know, 
it's really cool that you're able to put the vinyl out. And when people approach me for a review, particularly in, in the, the prog space, um, I'll ask them if they have vinyl. And nobody seems to be able to afford it. I mean, how many copies of Zuni Doll did you have produced? Uh, these are short, short runs. We do around 500 copies um, of each of these. Of this. So they're, they're really short runs. Um, if we need to uh, duplicate more, we, we, we do it again. But this is basically like a home like cottage cheese industry kind of DIY uh, operation. So you made 500 a Zuni doll. Do you anticipate running out? Well, um, if, I mean, yeah, if there's demand, I mean, we really want people to go to our website. Um, again, it's, if I can plug it, sorry, Keith. It's erraticmusic.com. Uh, they're on sale right now. Uh, you, you can get them uh, through there. We're also um, working on opening like an Amazon.com uh, uh, store so you can get them there. Oh, good. And, and prior, yeah, prior to that, we distribute them. Uh, I mean, we, we have them at different stores locally here in Austin. So you live in Austin, uh, they're on uh, Waterloo Records and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that, that's a whole idea. It's, it's interesting, though, because we really – we really don't care how our um, our audience uh, finds us and how they get access to the music. Uh, in any way it works for them, you know, if it's on their iPhones or their computer. Um, but again, uh, we kind of come from a generation where the experience of listening to an album to have those 20 minutes and then flip it, flip it, and then be in a special location where you're at the sweet spot where the speakers sound just right and you're looking at the record like it's a book, and, and that kind of experience, uh, that's a little bit part of the package, a little bit of our stick, where you know, the music is presented and organized in a way where it works um, in, in this presentation. Okay, and uh, I'm just thinking, what drew you to the drum, Sergio, and your brother to the guitar? Did you sit down and talk, say, you're gonna play this, I'm gonna play that, or just you picked up the drums first and then he followed? How did that happen? Uh, well, it's, it's kind of funny, but uh, 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 my, my father uh, played guitar, not like, like uh, uh, Peruvian music. And so uh, uh, there were always uh, guitars around the house, but uh, uh, when we were uh, 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 growing, I mean, we were younger, uh, we tied a, a racket, like a tennis racket or whatever, uh, <laughs> around our necks and we would jump and uh, so that was our, our first uh, experience with that. Then uh, uh, as we grew, uh, uh, I, I don't know, it just happened that, that I picked up the guitar and uh, Sergio uh, started uh, banging on, on buckets, I remember, banging on buckets <laughs> until uh, my parents got him a, a, a small set and funny enough, and I think it came from 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 our, our our key stage where uh, our brother Sandro, he was really infatuated with uh, Gene Simmons. So he just, I, I worked for, 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 the, for the trio no? because he picked up the, the bass. So uh, then uh, one Christmas, uh, my father bought a, a cheap uh, electric guitar. It was at a Sikova or something like that. And 
and, and, and I went from there, no? And then uh, a, a Palmer base. Uh, so all cheap instruments uh, in the beginning, but it, it allowed, they allowed us to, to, to start working on that. But, but uh, I mean, Sergio right now plays everything, uh, but uh, yeah, he was like, he was, I don't know, you, you, you like to hit things, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I think it's, yeah, I think it's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, you said it perfectly. So, parents do have a large role in children in the way they grow up, and you know, probably most of the musicians I talked to, their parents had something to do with music in some shape or form. You know, the influence is there. You know, and uh, it was a good one, obviously. And, you must feel very proud of what you've produced so far, you know, doing things all on your own. I mean, that's the only way to do it, really, and, and make any kind of money or recover what you've invested, right? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a labor of love. Uh, but then again, it's, very, it's interesting. It's, uh, we don't want to get into the whole economics of it, but it's interesting Whenever you are your own record label, um, you have nobody to answer to. So there is uh, the only pressure and expectations are your, your own, right? And, and, and you can probably have a closer, um, I mean, you definitely have more control of what you can offer your, your audience without any kind of, yeah, without any money, but without any kind of corporate um, influence, right? Um, right? Which is... Yeah, exactly. So that's how we see it. It's uh, you know, that corporate influences. You know, we got the money, we're paying the way, and you're going to do this, right? How many times have you heard that story? <laughs> yeah. So this has been a very good conversation, and I'm I'm glad I finally got a chance to talk to you, gentlemen. And uh, once oh, again, nice. uh, I just wanted to say. Um, promoting your Zuni Dal album, self-titled album, from the Montoya brothers, Gino and Sergio, and with Heath Allen on lead vocals. Um, this came out last August, correct? Yeah, it came um, around, yeah, middle or end of last year. So once you get done with the album, do you get right back to work because you have a lot of ideas and you start recording and putting pieces together right away, or...? Or do you wait? Uh, no, we're 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 constantly working. Uh, at this moment, we have two new albums planned for this year. Uh, one wow. is the, yeah, one is the third um, hallucinant teleferric album, which is going to be all instrumental, uh, both of us, and the other one is going to be the second uh, Zuni Doll album, um, which we've already recorded two of those songs with Heath, and we have. Um, more vocals that he needs to uh, work on. So look forward to two more records for these two bands uh, coming later this year. I will look forward to that. Please remember to send me copies. You know, I'll, I'll get it done. I'll get it covered. Absolutely. And, and again, thanks, uh, uh, Keith, for all the support. Um, I know that you cover big names and you also uh, cover uh, DIY artists. So really thank you uh, for you know, supporting artists, um, and um, we really appreciate it. So thanks for all your. Uh, yeah, uh, what you're doing is fantastic. I, I really, uh, I mean, it, it makes it uh, 
I mean, all uh, I mean, uh, worth it a while. <laughs> like uh, the the effort and everything. Not to really, really, it's been cool. Well, thank you, thank you for providing the music. You know, that's a gift. That's the way I look at it. And it's the least I can do is help support folks like you. You know, and get the word out there about the music, and hopefully, you know, people click on that Spotify player and go to your site and actually buy the, the product, you know. That's why I try to include videos or, for the most part, Spotify. They seem like they're going to be around for a long time, you know, and uh, they're not just going to go away. So I figure it's good to, you know, include that. And now I can include this interview and they can listen to you gentlemen talk and answer questions and you have the complete package on one page. Awesome. Thanks. All right, gentlemen. I appreciate your time today. Look forward to the new music soon. Yeah, for sure. And, and thank you again. Yeah. Sure. Talk to you soon, Keith. What's that? Um, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care now. Bye-bye. Take care.